Welcome back to another episode of the Off Market Operator Podcast. I am your host, Cole Rue Johnson. And today's show, we're getting into three things to focus on and implement to ensure you're still around, still cranking deals out, still scaling three years from now. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Well, welcome back, you guys, to another episode. Um, it is now mid-February, so we're about halfway through quarter one, 2024, which freaking blows my mind. I feel like we were just planning quarter one at the end of December with my team. We already have our quarter one end of quarter retreat coming up here in San Diego in a couple of weeks. Uh, my team is flying in. Man, a lot of cool things happening personally, professionally. But today I want to talk about a couple of things that I've noticed to ensure you're here long term. Because a lot of people that I came in the real estate game with, business game with in general, are no longer around or they have jobs, they're working for someone else, or they're in a different industry. And I want you guys to scale, to do more deals, to make more money. Yeah, I mean, I think that's all of our goals, right? It's, it's to not just scale, but do it the right way and be here for a long time. And uh, I think one of the biggest things that people forget, and this is kind of number one, the number one thing I'll talk about to start is reputation. The fact that reputation follows you everywhere. And especially when we're early on, we feel like our life is on the line on each deal. And the reality is when you're early on, sometimes it is. Sometimes that next deal is what's going to keep the lights on. And even people that are experienced, the way that deals can come in waves and cash flow can get tight. Um, like one of my good buddies says, you know, you're either currently in a cash flow pinch or you're on your way to your next one. And I think that's the reality of a business, right? It's you monitoring cash flow. That's the main reason businesses go out of business a lot of times is cash flow management. Not even that they can't make a sale or they can't operate. It's just cash flow. It's finance. You know, they say that math is the language of business, especially at scale, but it's reputation. Reputation follows you into every room you go into. And so in this early phase, especially if you're trying to maximize each deal, you're trying to monetize each deal to the the ultimate degree that you can, which I get, you, you kind of speed up and you you forget that the reality is a couple years from now, some of these relationships that you could be building right now will change your life. And where I'm at now, you guys, if I go back and I like put my life on paper from all the things that had to happen for me to get to where I am right now, it makes no sense because I was constantly, I was just trusting my gut that, hey, these relationships are more important than profit. And if you go back and you watch my Bigger Pockets episode 444 from way back in the day, that's the main thing that you'll get a, you'll get a feel for that that relationships for me have always been more important than profit. And early on, I would do a lot of things that I, I would trade equity and wholesale deals. I would do a lot of things to get exposure to people and situations that I knew were going to be huge for my career. And that's benefited me a thousandfold. Like I can't even explain how much that has benefited me in my life and my career, um, which all equals you know revenue and and profit. So your reputation, you want to wake up and think about that. How do you amplify? How do you um, uphold your reputation? Because it follows you everywhere and it can take years to build and it can take one situation and one deal to ruin. Um, and a lot of times that's on accident. So that's the first thing I wanted to highlight today is understanding you guys that your reputation holds so much weight over what you're building, what you're doing, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're pushing for. That's so important. And the reality is there's a million ways to get to where you want to go to if you have your reputation intact. There's not that many ways if your reputation is not intact. And that just doesn't mean online reputation, people blasting you. It is a small world. People talk. And so 
what's circulating about you should be good things. Obviously, there's going to be always the people that hate. There's going to be, uh, you know, relationships and partnerships that went wrong. That stuff happens, and, and usually it's not even intentional. It just happens when you do enough business. But the reality is your reputation will follow you every single place you go the rest of your life, and so you want to uphold that and be a man of your word or a woman of your word. When you say yes, mean yes, speak, act, walk with integrity, and, you know, there's abundance out there. There's an abundance of money and abundance of deals, so don't walk around with a scarcity mindset. The number two thing you could do to ensure you're around three years from now is to understand finance and your business and not just revenue, not just having a QuickBooks account, but actually understand cash flow, understand goods, understand net margin and above the line, below the line. And one of the biggest things I think you can do to ensure you're here three years from now, first is to really understand, and I'm not an accountant, but understand what your actual net margin is. For so long in all of my companies, I just was like, let's make more money. Let's do more deals. Let's scale, right? Let's scale. That was the word I loved. Oh, let's scale. Let's freaking scale. Let's go scale, man. Let's get bigger office. Let's get more employees. Let's freaking scale. But then when you actually put it all on paper, and so now for every single business I do, I have calculators built out and to, to see what actual levers we can pull and what actual scale means. Because scale means to me more profit. Scale doesn't mean that, oh, to me, what are you trying to scale? I'm trying to scale my bottom line. I'm trying to scale my net margin. I'm trying to scale what I take home from my business. You know, unless you're running a sellable business and you can really get away with no net margin because you're just looking for recurring revenue that someone's going to buy and service, that's fine. But and a lot of you guys are listening to this are in real estate and that's not the reality of it. So scale means more profit. And so you have to understand what your net margin is. Okay. What's your true, and be honest with yourself. What is your true net margin? After you pay the above the line costs of directly fulfilling your product, meaning your, your commissions and your uh, any, anything tied to actually getting the deal done and, and you get all the way through software, payroll, office, and you see what your net margin is, that's what you should be making decisions off of. Can you hire? Well, that's dependent on your net margin and your operating expense goal, right? Like in a wholesale business, I want to see a 60% gross margin with about a 40% net margin. So I want my operating expenses around 20% of revenue. And I want my above the line or variable expenses about 40% of revenue. Okay. That's to me is a healthy, scalable business. Now that's still not take home net margin. Your business still not your take home because you have to build your reserve account. You have to do R and D investments. There's a lot of things you want to do at the end of the day that you're going to reinvest in your company, but a healthy business should split off cash. And so if you do hundred grand in revenue, you should be spitting off 40, which then you can pay yourself 25 and still build your reserve account. And so finance is the second thing you can do to make sure that you are here three years from now after reputation. And it's not, it's never a now problem. Finances always sneaks up on you. Cash flow issues always sneak up on you. It never feels like you're going to have cash flow issues until you do, right? Until that Amex alert keeps coming because you can't make your payment because you just bought another deal because you didn't know how much cash was coming in, how much cash was going out. So not, it's not just about getting a bookkeeper and having a QuickBooks and doing your taxes. It's about actually understanding the variables that, that tie into uh, net profitability, your operating expenses, your top line, your bottom line, above the line cost, below the line cost, appreciation in your business, all the things that are important. So, you know, one of the big things you can do if you're a million and a half a year or more revenue is hire a fractional CFO and they'll build an operating model for you to use that really dives into all the nitty gritty of your margins. But even if you're earlier on, you can get a pretty good feel of where you're at, where you're going and how you're going to get there based on your finance. So you can make decisions, right? Because again, data is the language of business. Numbers and math are the language of business. Okay, so don't guess, use actual data. So that's the finance side. The third thing you can do to make sure you're in business three years from now, be investing in yourself and your personal capacity as a leader, right? How you deal with conflict, how you understand strategy, how you get buy-in from your team, how you lead, how you can speak in public, how you can speak in private, your writing, 
all of these things are so important to getting buy-in from your team because you're going to face crises, you're going to face issues, you're going to face setbacks, you're going to face cash flow situations, you're going to face an insane amount of fires more than you can even imagine personally and professionally. So one of the biggest things you can do, one of the main reasons companies fail besides cash flow is because of lack of leadership and lack of culture and lack of buy-in. And as a CEO of a company, and if you're listening to my podcast, all I talk about is going from hustler to operator to architect, because my goal is for all of you guys to build a business and build a business that does real estate deals rather than you on that hamster wheel, always chasing the next deal. And with that being said, you know, we absolutely have to understand and understand um, how to become leaders, right? Not just how to become, but how to improve. Um, and I believe leadership a lot of times is born, but it can be taught. It can be learned. You can learn a lot of the qualities. You can learn how to public speak. You can learn how to be influential. You can learn how to communicate healthily. You can learn how to not act with emotion. All of those things are so important when it comes to building your your foundation of, of being here long term. I mean, if you can do these three things, you will be here long term, right? If obviously, given that you work your ass off, but if you work your ass off and you focus on upholding and, and maintaining and and leveraging and building your reputation, then you focus on finance and you focus on leadership. If you can do those three things long term and work your ass off, you can never guarantee anything, but you have a much higher likelihood of sticking around, being around, and three years from now, still listening to this podcast as you grow your business. So thanks for hanging out for the last 10 or so, you guys. Um, it's mid-February, so I hope you guys are already acting on kind of your quarter one and your 2024 goals because 2025, like every year, only comes quicker than the last. If you guys need anything at all from me, you can always reach out to myself and my team on Instagram, um, on Twitter, wherever you find me, listen to my content. As always, a like, a share, or a view, a testimonial, a DM means the world. I listen to a lot of what you guys have to say. I've met so many of you in person that listen to this podcast, and uh, it inspires me. It inspires me to keep going, keep making episodes. So if you have ideas you want to hear about, if you have guests you want to see on the show, please let us know. And then also, whatever platform you're listening on, a review and a like means the world. We don't put paid ads behind these shows. They grow through word of mouth and you telling your friends business partners, associates, family about our show. And as always, as always, you are only one deal away.